Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is May 4th, 2022. My name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. And how you been, man? I, you know, I'm doing. Yep. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, have you gotten into anything fun this week? Uh, been uh, most of what I've been doing was uh, I've been playing a lot of Lego Star Wars. Okay. Um, that's kind of been about it. Uh, Hell yeah. Tell me about it. I have it. I've only gotten uh, to like Naboo. Yeah, okay. Beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, I actually just finished like the story mode and now I'm going through. I'm, I am back on a platinum trophy kick again. Um, oh. So I am like diving through and it's the, the problem with this is there are so many fucking collectibles. There oh, are so many collectibles. You have to get, um, like, one of the trophies is to collect a thousand of the Kyber bricks, which is fine because there's almost 1,200 that you can get. And I'm just like, good oh, God. God, there's 380 characters to unlock. Like, it's, it's insane. It's massive. Uh, it's, yeah. it's huge. But, I mean, that's, you know, that's what you want. Like, I, I'm, I'm not complaining. Yeah. It's just, holy hell. Hell, there's a lot to do. It's a whole lot of game, dude. <laughs> it is, yeah. and it's fun. I have not... I I cannot remember the last LEGO game I played. Um, I definitely can't remember the last LEGO game that I played that I, that I liked. I'm not... I've oh. never really been a big fan of the LEGO games. I know we've talked about this before, I think. Yeah. Like, I was never really a fan. Um, and I kept seeing all the hype for this and everything, and you've been talking mm-hmm. about it forever. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. It's all It's all nine games. The devs put a shit ton of work into this. Mm-hmm. All right, let me give it a shot. I'll let me let me let me do that for them and say, you know what? Fine, I'll try it. They put their mm-hmm. hearts into it. I'll give this a shot. I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. It is fun. It's it's got just enough heart, and it's still ridiculous. You know, the Lego games have mm-hmm. fantastic humor in them. Um, I I think it like it's it's great. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic, and it's 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 a it's a great star wars game too but mm-hmm. it's so it's so fun and funny like it's it's good oh yeah yeah it's 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 really good and they changed it up a little bit too they've made this one like a lot more actiony and like uh, over the over the shoulder kind of yeah i think that was some i think that was a little bit of what i didn't like about some of the lego games i played was they were kind of more platformery yeah like there was yeah. a lot more focus on platforming and i was like that's that's cool, but when you're also trying to do that with Legos, it never really clicked with me. Mm-hmm. But I think making it actiony really, really helped. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's just there's so much game in this one. Uh, wait, what am I talking about? I've been further than Naboo because I went to Tatooine. I've gone through that. I've done. I've, I, you know, I, I'm trying. Now it's coming back to me. Problem is, I got it. And honestly, the problem is the World of Warcraft. I that's fallen in. That's way. fair. Yeah, you went yeah. back down that rabbit hole again, huh? Oh boy, have we, man? It's there's uh, we. I, I don't know if I've talked about it before, but I've we've come back and we picked the Moonguard server, and it is the nicest server in Warcraft. Like it is by far and away. I think I talked talked about this last time, of how just how cool everybody is in it, uh, and the guild that we've joined, and there's just so much. There's so much shit in that game to do uh, that I kind of fell down that rabbit hole. So <laughs> uh, eventually I'll get back to um, 
uh, Lego Star Wars because I do want to play through it, especially like today and this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, being, you know, May the 4th. <laughs> um, uh, but that's cool, man. Hell yeah. you Dude, that's going to take forever to get all of that stuff. Yeah, it's – and I mean even though there's – you know, there you get uh, – you it's like you get the little bonuses and stuff that you can buy and everything where Mm -hmm. like one of them is you know a multiplier for the the bricks that you collect and everything it's still you know it's like the first one you have to buy is like a million bricks yeah it's like cool that's great and you unlock like it's a 2x multiplier and it's like great so what's the next one it's two million bricks like motherfucker so it's gonna take exactly (laughs) the same time fuck that and it's like okay well now i've got a a 2x and a 4x (laughs) multiplier great the next one is Eight million bricks. I'm like, you goddamn, I hate all of you. <laughs> I hate all of you so much. Yeah. But yeah. it's 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 fun. And, of course, they have one of my favorite things that they have in there. Because I, I didn't know, I think, um, that, like, it didn't strike me as anything that it's fully voice acted. Yes. And then one, but one of the things in it, one of the little bonuses in it is mumble mode. Like right. for the like how they have the old like how they did the old Lego games, so yeah. I thought like I was like oh that's kind of cool I like that like that's mm-hmm. that's fun, yeah, yeah dude it's <laughs> it's great but it's yeah it's it's full of and it's like I love how you get some little inside jokes with stuff too um there's there's one in in the uh, I think it's in the Rise of Skywalker chapter where it's one of those things where they they very clearly point out just like, hey, doesn't this sound like, haven't we done this before? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like they had, they had a lot of fun with it while still being like, it's, you know, it, it's not, I'm not going to say it's reverent because you, you can't really do it. And it, I mean, that's just kind of, that would just be boring, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah. really well done and it's clever. And I, I really, I've yeah. really been enjoying it. Hell yeah, dude. It's awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Have you watched anything? Um, I am almost caught up on Moon Knight. Um, I'm, oh, I'm one, sh- I'm one short. I'm the finale short. Gotcha. Okay, that's what I just watched. Because uh, I was like, ooh, maybe we'll talk about that. But we could talk yeah. about that next time, or we could talk about everything up until the finale. Um, uh, we could talk about that later if you want. Yeah, uh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, because oh. yeah, I have some thoughts. I, I, you know, I think last time we talked about it. I wasn't I wasn't as positive I think as you were on it um but that's definitely changed the last couple of episodes uh uh but I liked it that's all I'll say about the finale really until we talk about it next time is uh I enjoyed it and uh I can't wait to see what you know <laughs> where where do we next. go where do we go from here yeah yeah exactly um and I oh that's the other thing this last week or so, I've been in full comic book mode. Oh, really? What um, you been reading? Well, uh, I the Death of the Justice League. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the the storyline. Uh, no. Let me see if I can pull it up. Okay, so you know how DC does a crisis all the time, um, and it's been a while since they've had a crisis. They've done like the uh what do you call it they've done a lot of the batman who laughs kind of stuff okay um what was that last big uh event that they did with the batman who laughs death metal that's death metal yeah and i was never really and you could tell that they wanted that to be a crisis 
but they just never called it that. Yeah, really. they never called like it because I mean, like it was like he was trying to reshape the entire DC multiverse and destroy. He's trying to destroy the entire DC multiverse. Yes. Um, so, but no, it never. It was like it is, but it isn't, but it is. Right. Right. And this one, uh, it's it's basically like issue. Uh, it's issue seventy five of. Uh, Justice League, and so de- uh, so the crisis. It's the new one. It's going to be called Dark Crisis. Um, oh goody! Yeah, and uh, but the good news is it straight up feels like a crisis story. So the Justice League number seventy five is just called Death of the Justice League, uh, and that's I mean that's exactly what happens. <laughs> so uh, it's really fun. It really reminds me of old school crisis events like what we you know not not obviously we weren't around when the original one happened but the one in the early 2000s uh which one was that called uh crisis on infinite earths i believe yes yeah the one with the green lanterns and 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 uh of course john kent comes or i'm sorry uh uh, Superboy comes back Superboy prime Superboy prime comes back yeah yeah um, not, so, yeah that was I don't know if that was Crisis on Infinite Earths or Infinite Crisis or Final Crisis or Crisis on Three Earths. There's been yeah, 45 fi- different crises, and <laughs> goddamn, it's annoying. Like, yeah, let's see here. Uh, let's find out. I think uh, it. I think it was Crisis on Infinite Earths. That sounds right to me. Um, yeah. Crisis uh, on no, that's the. Was Crisis on Infinite Earths the original one? Yeah, so maybe it was Infinite Crisis. It, then it then it might have been Infinite Crisis. Yeah, let's see, Infinite Crisis. That's the one. Okay, that's the one that I remember reading when it happened. Uh, and then, or maybe I like I was just aware of it at the time. Right. I think at that time I, I you know what happened? I remember picking up that up and being extremely fucking confused, but reading it a lot later and understanding it a lot more. Especially that's with the, fair. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the lantern stuff. So, this feels along the same lines of that. It's it's the Justice League. Uh, some cool people are in it though, like some that I was not expecting, like Captain Carrot and stuff like that. That was fun, um, but it's, it's very much opens up with uh, multiversal stuff. The Justice League's all there, and by the end of it, uh, well, I don't really, I don't know if I want to spoil it, uh, but it's. Um, it ends in the way that reminds me a lot of a, a Marvel book. Uh, and that's really all I'll say Okay. Uh, with how one of the one, of, if you ever pick it up, maybe I'll talk about next week. Cause I don't want to just spoil it for everyone, but it's, it's really fun how it ends. It's like, Oh shit. Like this. Okay. I'm in, I definitely want to read the next, <laughs> the next one that comes out. Uh, and yeah, and the, these events do great for DC. So I'm excited. It's like I said, it's I haven't read the, the problem was. Yeah. Here's my thing, though. Do they really? I what? mean, do, do they do they like I mean, the fact that they've had like 10 crises in the last five years, do they really do that good for D.C.? Yes, like I mean, I know these events do really good for DC. Okay, I mean, it just yeah. seems like every every time I'm like, I wonder what's happening with DC. They're having another crisis. Like if well, they if they hadn't already actually had an identity crisis, I would make the joke. But they had an identity crisis. True, the identity. Well, uh, and that one yes. was weird. That was a weird crisis. Um, you're not. You're not wrong. But I mean, um, there's. I mean, you know, everything from. 
Like, once they did Flashpoint, which was awesome, I enjoyed Flashpoint, the problem to me was that they w- they got riding so high on Flashpoint, they were like, oh, this is what works. And suddenly, mm-hmm. every year there was a crisis. At least one crisis. There was, uh, the, what was the one where, like, the villains took over? Like, they came from Earth 3, whatever the hell that one was called. That um, was great. Uh, villain, it, uh, uh, oh, God. Um, I, like, I liked it. And it was a, and it like it was fun, and I liked it. I mean, it, it like every other comic, everything it was plagued by release issues and delays and all that, and it happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I was like, well, that one was kind of forever evil. That was what forever it was called. Evil, that was yeah. like that one was kind of cool. But then the next time I turned around, and then there's Future's End, and then there was Doomsday Clock, and then there was Rebirth. And it's like every year they have another crisis, and I feel like they're losing what crisis means. Like that I was, hear what you're saying, but none of those are crisis, though. Doomsday, Doomsday was a Doomsday clock was a crisis. Everything with Doctor Manhattan is technically a crisis. I hear what you're saying is the word, but they were never labeled as a crisis book, is what I'm saying. But they're considered crisis books, though. No, definitely yes. not. They're big world, they're big events, but they're not like in the series of Infinite Crisis, Crisis Infinite Earths. Those they're not considered, or Final Crisis, they're not considered in those series of books they are big giant crossover books that dc does so totally that but they're not the like for example this one opens up with a character specifically from crisis on infinite earths like it has to do with the storyline with the what do you call it the 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 monitor and like it, it ties into the why all of that happened it just doesn't have uh, Superboy in it. It doesn't right. have any mention of that or anything like that. I, I feel I, – I agree with what you're saying. DC saw the crisis events and they were like, let's copy that every year. And it got overwhelming, especially I, – I bounced off with the uh, uh, – the what do you call it? The, the Batman Who Laughs and all, all of those. The, yeah. The metal ones where they were like – they were just calling it death metal instead of – you know, uh, the 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 new DC Crisis book this year or whatever. Right. Um, but th- like I said, this one really feels like it's going back to Superman punching a hole in the you, you know in in the multiverse and that kind of stuff. If that makes sense, I I get I get, I do get what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying there. Like Flash dying, that kind of feel. Yeah. Uh, for it. Um. That's what I mean by those do really well. Uh, all of the crossovers that are crisis, but not with crisis in the title, they don't do as well. Yeah. I, I think this one will. Um, or at least I hope it will. I haven't read DC in very, a very long time, and it's gotten me to come back. Uh, well, it's there's another reason I came back. Um, oh, this, this is going to sound really sad. I, for... A, a, a while ago, I had to sell my iPad, essentially. I had bills and shit I had to pay, and I ended up selling it. Uh, and the iPad's the easiest way for me to read comics, right? Like, to just pull up the Marvel or the DC app and go to town and read the backlogs and whatnot. So when I wasn't going to the store, uh, I would read less and less and less and less and less. Uh, I ended up actually going out and getting uh brand new uh ipad pro and now that's all i've been doing on it like it was it's been real fun to kind of go back and like okay 
where did I leave off? <laughs> you know, what what event was I going to start from? And DC just looked like kind of a nightmare of where to start, right? Um, and this is this this looks like the perfect starting point, I guess. <laughs> I just, yeah. you know, something like Death of the Justice League is a cool sounding title. It's inevitably not going to mean a damn thing. Oh yeah, and no, I, they know that. They play with that. I just, I, they, they, the the author is definitely playing with that. There, and I mean, can I guess I'll spoil something? It's comics, You're not dead. I know, like, and but I just, it's kind of fun what they do at the end there. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. The first crisis killed the Flash, and he was right. dead for what twenty something years, thirty years. Like I mean, he was yes. dead for a very long time. It was twenty. Yes. I think it was like twenty five years. Absolutely. Give, if they would have the guts to do something like that, it doesn't have to be Superman or Batman. I know they're not going to kill the Golden Geese, but take a character, pick a pick a Green Lantern. There's eight thousand of them. Pick one of the big the, you know, do do something crazy with Hal or John or Guy. Like that's you want. It's really... interesting you say that because that's exactly what this is about. So okay, like you well, know how you know how uh, Superman's son uh, has been around maybe the last five years. No, I have not read DC since Doomsday Clock. Okay, I am I am so very to catch you up. Yeah, I'm very out of the loop on like detail. Like I know they did like the Dark Universe stuff. That's what I've got for you. Have you heard the news about Superman's son and like he's uh, gay or bi? Right? He's bi, yeah. He's bi. And yeah. and and it's the same. It's the same one from basically to like to summarize real quick is that Superman had a son when 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 uh, New Fifty Two happened. Uh, Superman kind of split into two different beings, right? Uh, and while he was a while he was kind of depowered, him and Lois had a son. the The new Fifty Two Superman was like a separate Superman, sort of, and they ended up merging together. So Superman is one person now, and he has a son. Uh, long story short, Superman's son and uh, Damian Wayans used to be the same age. But Superman's son was kidnapped by uh, – I forget his name. Anyway, he was kidnapped by Oz, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they, it was a way for them to age him. He left and came back, and he was uh, five or six years older. So – or I don't know. He's like 16 now. He's like 16 or 17 years old. He's a teenager essentially. Um, and it was a way for them to age up uh, his son, Jonathan, right? Okay. So so he has a son that's a teenager, Jonathan. He has been alive and never seen his father die, right? Uh, in, in DC Comics, his father's never been dead to him, right? Okay. Uh, and so I, I, I have a feeling they're playing with that. I, I've, see, I've seen some stuff, some previews and whatnot – and it's you know that meme where it you know I forget what it's from oh wait never mind you know the meme uh, well yeah, I won't say his name where it shows the guy's about to get hung and he's like it's your first time ah uh, yeah like, okay. <laughs> that's that's literally what is and I think that's what this is about is is them dealing with death and they're like oh like I can't believe my father's dead and they're like oh yeah well that's happened to mine a bunch you know kind of kind of. Like the it, it's the characters dealing with death in the DC universe. I think that's literally what this is this Infinite Crisis or this whatever this Crisis book is about. Okay, the fact that 
everyone who's dead doesn't stay dead. Yes, because the Justice, think about Justice League. Ollie, he's been dead before. <laughs> Batman, Bruce, he's been dead before. He's time-traveled. He's been a pirate, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, Superman, obviously, Death of Superman was the one of the biggest books of all time. Um, they've all really died before, so... Uh, I think they play with that in this. So, so, they're, so they're retreading ground that they did in Blackest Night, where the whole because yes. that whole thing was yeah, about sorta. that that whole thing was about how they don't die and why they don't stay dead. In the previews that I saw, yes, it seems like they have fun with it a little bit. They, uh, so yes, yeah, I, I think that's that's what they do. And uh, I, I, I hope they come at it with with a fresh take on it because like i said like that's that's been yeah. done like yeah i don't know it's it's got me it's got me interested uh like i said i, I i'll be honest i don't really know where to start uh i need to go in uh to the comic shop and talk to aaron a little bit about like hey what, what what's yeah. good because uh, it's hard to look at the covers and stuff like that and be like they all look great but like what's actually good so i'll probably right. walk in there uh, actually, yeah, I'll probably do that this weekend. Um, but it, I don't know. It's the big DC event book. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> um, and I liked it. Uh, all, a lot of the comics are kind of – I think Marvel, they timed it really well with this because they've they've got Spider-Man back at number one. And have you heard the big, the big uh, to-do with uh, Spider-Man? No. No, do I haven't. Do you want to know? Sure. Okay, so which which storyline are they retreading? Hold on to your butts. Uh, oh yeah, because this is oh boy. If you say that, um, if 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 you just have to say the word clones, say that we'll move on. Who knows? It could be clones. Oh okay. Uh, that's oh, that's never off the table. Uh, I don't really understand what's happening. I know that there's been like a six month time period that i'm missing okay um uh and i'm sure that will be part of whatever they whatever this arc is so the last arc they basically retconned um uh gwen stacy and uh, osborne oh christ not again well they retconned it they were like that never happened basically yeah but they've like they've done that three times now now, rumor was he was originally going to retcon uh, one more day and make it so that they were they're married and that like I oh man the can of worms you're gonna open if you do that that's well see these these are the two biggest storylines that Spider-Man fans hate the most right right they, but they hate the one more day that's a big one that made a yes. lot of people stop reading comics because they were told that. Uh, I'm sorry. The Clone Saga was another big run. Obviously, uh, when when people were told the Peter Parker you've been reading for however many years is not the real Peter Parker, a lot of people jumped off, right? Yeah, and then it took them like a year to fix that, and it was oh right. god, the clones. Oh, they never <laughs> fixed it. <laughs> but the 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 next two biggest things were the One More Day, right? Yeah. Or you know what what they did with the marriage, and then the one after that is is. Uh, Gwen Stacy and Osborne getting together. Yeah. And so I guess they've retconned the Osborne thing and people were happy about that. Well, and you, do you know how they did that? No. Clones. Cl- right, right, right. <laughs> right. That's, that's, I hate it. <laughs> right. And so at the end of this one, Mary Jane, the way, the way they word it is she has two, two kids. 
And so we don't know whose kids they are, like the the father. So it, it ends with her saying hi to her two kids. So who knows oh, boy. who she was with? Oh boy! Here's uh, the here's the thing though. They there's there's a lot of avenues they could go with, and that's not slut shaming MJ. It's just the nature of comics. Like you like characters get paired off in some strange ways. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, no, it, it could be it could be Peter Parker, it could be Harry Osborn, it could be Tony Stark. Well, Osborn comes back in issue seven. So uh, there's a you know there's a shock. <laughs> He's been dead and alive a couple different times. Um, but yeah, uh, basically, most people think it's bullshit, and uh, it's just them to get people like, what's happening? You know. Um, it'll, but, it'll yeah. Be, yeah, it'll be more clones. Like I. Yeah. I Everything, everything in Spider-Man always comes back to clones in some way, shape, or form. Hell, even the actual like Spider-Verse event was about clones. Yeah. Oh yeah. That That's was, true. That that and that just made me nuts. Like that but, was. Uh, oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was listening to a couple. Uh, I was listening to Comic Pop and something to do with her sister. She has a sister. Maybe that she, I, I don't know. Wow. So, I haven't heard anything about MJ's sister in a long time. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Cause I guess, cause the kids looked a little old. They were like, maybe like six or eight. So I, I don't know, I, <laughs> but gotta read to find out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I need she to, went. I need to go back to Spider-Man. I, I've, I tried to pick it back up a couple times after Slot's run was over, and I got kind of far, and then I just kind of fell off. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a thing yeah. of like, oh, I didn't like anything. I just, I, I just got to a point where one day I didn't read it, and then I just never went back to it. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. I try to, I, I like to at least try to stay current with, with mm-hmm. Spider Man, but I haven't, I haven't read a comic in a long time. Yeah. It's, it's been a hot minute. I think the last one. Uh, I don't know. I think the last one I read, I tried to read a couple of the the King and Black ones, and that was neat. But I mean, that's that lets you know how long ago mm-hmm. that was. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. The be- the best thing I think honestly is Marvel Unlimited. Oh yeah, if oh you god, like Marvel yeah. Books because you can you know right. I think they have the whole uh, oh they have- Doctor Strange on there right now. Nice. Devil's Reign. Yeah. Yeah, imagine they're highlighting a lot of Doctor Strange books right now. Oh yeah, a lot of Star Wars books. There's a sure the Crimson Red series. I wanna I wanna read because um, that looks awesome. That looks like all over the place. Um, I even think there's a new Doctor Strange now. There's a ton of Thor stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I have you know ever since I I got this uh, this new iPad, it's been like something I've missed doing. Uh, so been going back and doing a lot of that nice reading's fun <laughs> and i i fucking love the art oh my god i love the art so yeah it's been a good time um but yeah that's i mean that's kind of what i've been up to i don't i haven't really watched much i watched moon Knight. um there hasn't really been much tv that i can think of we got obi-wan kenobi coming up yeah here in what about three weeks in about three weeks, yeah. Uh, there's oh, I want to see that one movie, everything all at once. Oh, everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I'm yes. I'm I remember the first time I saw the poster for that, the one that's just like mm-hmm. that's just all googly eyes. Yeah, and I was like, that's freaky as hell. Like, right. what is this movie? 
Yes. Yeah. Um, and evidently, it's fantastic. Like everything yeah. I've seen or heard, and and not just like I don't listen to critics. I don't care what critics say, but like people I whose opinions on movies that I actually trust are like, damn, you need to see it. It's really good. Yes. That same thing. That it, my friends that are like obsessed with movies and they have like the whole list on their phone of all the movies they've seen all year ranked and everything. They all loved it. They're like, this is this is the movie to watch this year. So nice. I, I want to go see it. I know we're going to go see Doctor Strange uh, this week. There you go. Which I'm excited about. I'm trying to stay spoiler free. Uh, yeah, it's, it's also one of the reasons I picked up and read a shit ton of comics this week. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's fair. I'm, that's one. It'll be the first time I've gotten out to a movie theater in a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to try to go next week. Yeah. Hopefully catch like an early, you know, like Tuesday or Wednesday show, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Stay off the internet. Yeah, that's that's gonna be the hardest thing. Hard. Is like it's it's just part of my reflex to log into Twitter and see like, oh my god, who blew up what now? Uh, oh, god, and just yeah. and just to be like, no, you know what? I I can stay I, off the the uh, the uh, yeah. uh, Elon Musk vanity project for right. a few days. Oh, like, it's... what rights are we taking away this week? <laughs> Man, oh, yeah, it's it's sad. It's it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Sad state of affairs, yeah. But, you know, hey, white men with money get to make the rules. Yeah. Gotta vote, gotta vote. It's literally the only thing we can do. Yeah, well, we need to have some progressive candidates with some fucking spine first. Right, it's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. No, give me, like, I'm I'm so tired of, you know, corporate, you know, center right people going around talking about yeah. you know well we're we're the socialists and this and that no you're not shut up yeah give me i want to see people run i want to see people running for office who are who are literally flaming like i want yeah. them to be so gay their hair is on fire like right. that is somebody like yes i will go to those campaign rallies let me hear that speech like that will be interesting as hell yeah it's yeah all we get is fucking people like Joe Manchin. God, man. Mm, mm. Don't Ugh. even. I am West Virginia born, man. I don't even. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. I saw those. Yeah, anyway, we don't have to go into it. I just. Oh, man. What a fucking nightmare of a person. Yeah. <sighs> um. So we got the Thor Love and Thunder teaser. <laughs> yeah, dude. Again, like like I said, this week <laughs> I have been focusing on comics, and that was a that was another big one. I was like, I can't wait for this. Yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm excited. I hope there's not a tremendous amount of Chris Pratt in it, but I like I'm psyched. I want more more of of the Taika Waititi Thor vision. Like <laughs> absolutely. Like give me like, give me all of that. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, it looks great. Everything about it looks awesome. And I remember seeing the trailer, like, thinking how colorful this looks. Yes, yes. And how much, like, the comics it looks. Like, it just is gorgeous. You know? Yeah. Like, no, the color I, palette in that trailer is just amazing. It's it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like, it's mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be so good. It's yeah. going to be so good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when does that come out? Uh, oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, it's because it's the uh, next one, one right? It's gotta be. Oh, I'm gonna have to look. Thor: Love and Thunder. It's oh, of course, it cuts off right before. When the hell does it come out? Um, Wikipedia has it July 8th, and I think that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. 
So July 8th. Yeah, it's got to be coming. Yep, July 8th. Yeah, so it's in, god damn, it's two months. It's in two mm-hmm. months from now. Holy yeah. hell. God, the 4th of July weekend. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome to it. Yeah, absolutely welcome to it. Yeah, what other what other Marvel movies are this year? Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, isn't that this year? Um, is that 2003, I thought? Is it 20? It might be 23, I don't know. What's shoot? Because I know I, I get the, I get them in the, uh, like I keep getting hung up on like the the Disney Plus stuff. Right, right, for, right. Like, uh, oh yeah, this is coming. Wakanda Forever comes out this year, but that can't be right. I think that got bumped. I feel like it got bumped. I don't know. Maybe it didn't get bumped. It says November 11th. Okay. Well, maybe. I mean, they did shoot it. I just remember there was a whole bunch of issues with shooting it. Well, they had a lot of delay. They had like a couple injuries, so they got there were yeah. some delays. Um, I guess yeah. no. It's just I guess just Wakanda Wakanda Forever is the last one this year because that would yeah. be I mean that's kind of gonna be four really because right. I mean Spider Man was Christmas so I mean that's that's yeah I just we yeah. don't talk about <laughs> we don't we don't we don't talk about my we don't talk about my God. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Hey, cousin Morbius. We don't talk about Morbius. Like, How does Jared Leto keep getting movies? I don't understand. Because he's Jared Leto. But that doesn't make sense. I don't have an answer for you, man. Is that all of his movies bomb? All every single one of them. Uh, nah, he nah. Dallas Buyers Club did well. I'm talking about a comic book. Anytime he's in a comic movie, they're just well. But he's not always the problem, though. Is he not? I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think I, I've never seen Dallas Buyers Club, but I don't think I've ever seen him in a role where I'm like, "Oh, he's great." Like, there's not. There's the li- You need. I t- I'll tell you what you need to watch. You need to watch the little things. Okay. That was because that came out twenty. That was early twenty twenty one. We were we were still in. I think we were still in quarantine protocols. Like we were at like thirty percent capacity. Mm-hmm. Um really good it's a slow burn kind of crime film it's him and i think it's him and denzel washington okay yeah it's the one with him and denzel and rami malik um, all right and it's like i said it's a very slow crime drama like there's not it, it it's not actiony it's not a it's not a michael bay kind of crime drama like ambulance oh i did watch it's, that did you i thought that was very forgettable and i just I thought that was that was pretty the HBO good. one that went straight to HBO, right? It was it was one of the first ones that they did the simultaneous with because it had a theatrical release too. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was like day and date. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's just I can't, there's nothing about him that I do remember the movie, but I thought Denzel was way better in it. Well, I mean, it's Denzel. Of course, he was. Yeah. Like that's like uh, that's the thing. I've seen great movies with him in it, but it's usually like. If someone's like, oh, yeah, he's in that movie, I'm like, I, was he? <laughs> I have no idea. It's, um, I don't know. I don't want to hate on Jared Leto too much. It's just, I don't know. He was, I, I liked him. I, I, I like, I, I, he gets too intense with his method acting. Like, Well, that's, y'all, that's, that's one of the biggest problems. Yeah. Like you don't have to be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like to 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 play an asshole, you know. But yeah. But I mean, you know, I don't blame him for the Joker issues in Suicide Squad. 
Like That's I, true. I don't th- like that wasn't his fault. He he did what he could with what he was given. That's true. Yeah, and you can right. t- you can see that because of the scenes that they have with him in uh, in Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very different kind of Joker. Right, right. And I like uh, that's a Joker I would have loved to have seen. Not you know the the, the SoundCloud rapper version of Takashi Six like, Nine. Right. right. Like yeah. I like that was a just a terrible choice for a Joker. Right. Um, How do we get the kids into this? <laughs> Let's put a little Takashi in it. Yeah, that'd be great. It's literally but, uh, what they. Yeah. Oh uh, man. You know it's... what? Did, did that new Star Trek show come out today? Which one? The um uh boy, what's it called? Uh, Strange New Worlds. I don't know. I want to check it out. Uh, I remember I saw some of the previews, the reviews, or the people who saw it before us, and it got really good reviews. Uh, Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds was announced. When did it drop? When was the first episode? I think it's this uh, week. Uh, t- today, like it, it, since we crossed over into today. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, it's, so it'll be you know it's twelve thirty now. So in like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah I'll watch it to uh, yeah. later today. Okay, so interesting. Been look, okay, been looking forward to that. Yeah, it's from what I read, from what I've like read. Uh, the the creators of it made it be, because the, a lot of the newer stuff has been getting a lot of backlash for being like just too actiony and whatnot. Right, and, and that's not, and and that's a fair criticism for Star Trek. Right, right. That's a fair. That's a fair point. And it's and it's too dark. It's not science. And apparently, this one is fun and an adventure and exploring and let's have some science adventures. And I think that's what's needed, dude. Like, yeah. Especially now with all the shit going on, and we seem to be going. We seem to be just taking leaps into the dark ages. Uh, it would be nice to have a show out there that <coughs> shows a better future yeah a little right. bit more positive no kidding yeah so i'm excited to see that yeah no i was just i was um i don't know how i just saw that a second ago i was looking up jared leto stuff um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i rewatched last spider-man movie last week that was pretty fun that's out on like uh amazon yeah, and not yeah it's out for it's out on digital now oh yeah I, I I liked it. I was a big oh, fan. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, I have a feeling Doctor Strange is going to be like the glue that holds everything together. This this uh, it seems like it. This um this phase. It it does kind of like this is this is who we're going to go to for all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Like Thor's off world. Tony and Capper. Well, I guess we have um. The new Captain America, uh, he's but he's not he hasn't like he's just been in the show. Yeah, but they're doing like they mm. they they're shooting a a cap for for him. That's aren't true. They? I kind of wish he was showed up in a little in some other things though. <clears throat> but yes, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. Let's see. What else? What else do we got this week? Um. To, well, Jason Momoa is going to star in the Minecraft movie, so we can all breathe easy now. Hell yeah. Is he going to play Steve? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids are going to love that. I Oh, they are. Like, that's, oh, yeah. Like, they, they absolutely are. Yeah. Um, 
The thing that makes me crazy is Jared Hess is directing it. Jared Hess. Yeah, he direct. You don't know who Jared Hess is? God, he directed Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> that's what the hey. fuck we needed. Minecraft from the from from the from the mind who brought you Napoleon Dynamite. Minecraft starring Aquaman. Like, you know what? I, Why not? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's always a fair point, but like, I don't know. Think about how memeable Napoleon Dynamite was in high school. I mean, now it's annoying when you hear it every. Or, it was you know, annoying then. It was annoying then, but kids like that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they can do, if they can pull that kind of energy into that kind of movie, that is just. Ugh. I don't know, man. You get, you know, you get those kind of high school. The problem is, though, some of those kids don't grow up. Some of those kids who peaked in high school, quoting Napoleon Dynamite everywhere, you know. No, no, gr- no. They, you're, you're thinking too much about it. This movie is for kids. It's I, like, I, I have fun with it. <laughs> I, I know, but, you know, we we run the risk of, of having that same kind of, like, I, I don't know. Every time I think of Napoleon Dynamite, because I always get the same the same group of kids was always quoting Napoleon Dynamite and Boondock Saints, and that's how they wind up, you know, being cast as the Flash and then hitting people in Hawaii. Like it's the same damn people. Oh my god! It what just, a nightmare! What an absolute nightmare! Jesus! I like how DC came out and they were like. Yeah, we're gonna be redoing the DC universe and Again. more Superman. Yes, bring you know back bring back wrong. Henry Cavill. Bring back Henry. Give me the big blue Boy Scout Superman. Henry Cavill would be the most amazing of like the kind of like positive upbeat. You remember how Superman used to be? Right. Like I really do miss that Superman. I really do. I want the the beacon of truth and justice Superman. I yeah. I get it. Those aren't the times that we live in. They should be the times we live in, and that's what Superman's supposed to be. He's supposed to represent what we can be and in not not what we are or the best that we can do with what we have. He's supposed to be an ideal we can strive towards. Yeah. So give me that again. I miss that. Yeah, it's funny you say that because in one of the new DC comics that I saw, I saw a panel where that where uh, Clark and his dad were walking across the street and, and the truck was about to hit a kid and Clark jumps out and grabs the the kid and then looks at his dad and apologizes and his dad's like what were you gonna do let him get hit <laughs> god <laughs> like, oh. so true. oh the man it's, of steel jokes yeah it's, yeah uh. well, yeah so we'll see um yeah no i i completely agree i i I would I want Henry I would want Henry Cavill to re, to redo the role, but I don't think I see that happening. I think what they want to do is like just reboot and go fresh. Now they could easily do it with this Flash movie. Sure. Here's, here's what you do. Here's what you do. You do this Flash movie. You film. You 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 you, you, you take what you filmed. And then you grab the kid from the CW show and you film something – you film like a 10-minute scene where at the end of this Flash movie, we get a new Flash and it's the kid from the CW show, which is great. Everyone likes that Flash. Uh, and you start a new DC universe th- that way. You, you, you take this Flashpoint movie and you edit the shit out of it to restart – 
the DC universe and throw the kid from the from the TV show in there. He's great. Everyone loves him. Yeah, as the Flash, and he's not problematic. He's not slapping women in uh, Hawaii and you know going to karaoke bars and yelling at people for karaokeing and trying to fight the KKK, which, you know what, to him, that was not that bad of a thing that's good for him for that, but he's still chaotic, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, yeah, you do that, and then you have Henry Cavill, and you just explain that he's just, it's, it's, just, it's the same uh, Superman, but he might, have, he might have had a different backstory in this universe that didn't involve him being the most depressing person on the planet and coming back and killing, trying to kill everybody, you know, but what they did with him in the Snyderverse. Yeah. Uh, but you wave it away and it's a new beginning and you just, you, you, you just see that he's a different Superman. Uh, it, it, all of this is very possible and very easily explained. Uh, they did come out and say that they wanted a, um, Oh God! Why did my mind just go blank? Uh, who's the guy in charge of the Marvel universe? Uh, Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, and it's like no shit. Of course you want a Kevin Feige. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was obvious thing to happen. So let me ask you: Who do you? Who would you pick as their Kevin Feige? Because when AT and T owned DC, it started to look like it was going to be JJ Abrams. They were setting him up for that, and then that all kind of went through when AT and T went out the door. So. Who would you now? Your discovery. <laughs> Ain't that some you, shit? Yeah, but hey, you know what? I don't even care. I don't care if they are the Pepsi company. Is if they make the right decisions. And to be fair, everything they're saying is the right things. The the article I read, they said, "Where's Superman? Why don't we have Superman up front and center? He should be. He should be the you know up there." They, they want to get Superman as fast as possible out there. So, um, yeah, no, who, who would you pick in Hollywood? Well, let's, let's think about the talent that Discovery brings to the table and the fact that they own all kinds of networks. And there is one personality and there is one name that comes to mind at the head of all of this. Because what's been happening with the DC film universe is that it's bland. Yeah. It's absolutely bland. What it needs is flavor. So I think we get the mayor of Flavortown, and you have Guy Fieri head up the DC film universe. There you go. <laughs> I, look, it can't be. It wouldn't be worse. You um, know who I would get? Who? Taika Waititi. I think Marvel would fight pretty hard for him. I'm just saying, if you could pick any, well, if you could pick anyone, I'd pick Kevin Feige. But if you right. could pick anyone besides <laughs> right. Kevin Feige. I just love what he did with Thor. I oh, liked yeah. how oh, he took yeah. Thor from, let's be honest, that was the closest of a DC movie they've done so far. Yeah, Thor the Dark World was not good. Like, it's no. easily, all it's, it will forever be in contention as as a miss in, in yes. terms of Marvel films. No question. And, and I don't think it's as bad as everyone th- says it is, but it's so forgettable. Yeah. Unfortunately, is what the problem is. Uh, there's some cool things from it, sure. But when you go from that to what Taika Waititi did, it's night and day difference. Oh yeah, oh god, he, yes. He knows how to have fun. He respects. He really respects the characters. He puts the fun moments in there. Um, that's who I would. That's who I would pick to kind of shepherd it. But I guess it's not even really a, a director that you would want to do it because. 
Kevin Feige is is, is now, he's not a producer. Really a director. He's a producer. He, he's a so. producer. And that's here's the thing. That is what a producer does. A producer yeah. has a vision for for how things are supposed to go. And I know that's ruffled a lot of feathers because it's kicked, you know, I mean, how many directors have, have walked over creative differences because it clashed yeah. with the overall vision for right. better or worse. Oh, um, exactly. But, you know, I, I'm not sad that we, we didn't get more Joss Whedon. Right. I am a little sad we didn't get Edgar Wright's Ant-Man, you know. Yeah. But – they they have a vision for how they want to do these things, and by and large, they hit the nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, no, they're not all perfect, but that's this is the problem, and this is you know it's funny because I I rewatched the Last Jedi today. This was the problem with the with the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. They didn't have like Kathleen Kennedy. As, I mean, as as much great work as she is doing, and this is not – I'm absolutely not getting on, on that hate bandwagon. Right. Did not, I mean she's arguably one of the greatest producers of all time, but this was a miss for her. This, this was because and – and again, this is not me hating on The Last Jedi. In fact, I'm going to, to pump it up a lot because it did something different. What J.J. did, it's – why – why J.J. was a great choice for The Force Awakens and a terrible choice for Rise of Skywalker is because he did the same thing with both movies. Right. Force Awakens did exactly what it needed to do. It, it, it held up the past because you had to. You had to make that connection. You had to connect it to the legacy. Mm-hmm. And it did that, and it was fantastic, and it was awesome. What Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi was say, cool, We've done that now, so let's build up the future. And right. that's, you know, all well, of the all of the hatred and whatnot aside, I think that is what a lot of people's biggest problem with the Last Jedi is: is that it dares to go beyond what's the, established. Exactly. And well, they should have had their own series. Right, and they, then they, they, let JJ do three, let Ryan do three, and it would have felt cohesive as their own stories well you don't have to have the same director lucas didn't have the same director on all his movies lucas didn't but but there was at least one vision exactly and that's that's my thing there was not one vision with this there was not no there was not and it's they passed the baton and said hey you finished the story exactly and that's why it didn't work because jj (laughs) and everything that went on they looked at what ryan johnson had done and did and and were too interested in holding on to the past right? and too afraid of going forward. Um, and I know we talked about it's, this a little before off mic. Um, yeah. When you get a chance, read Colin Trevorrow's script for, yes. for episode nine, read duel of the fates. It is very much a, okay, we are, we are now fully moving into the future with this. We are pushing past the idea of Skywalkers and Palpatines because I mean, Palpatine is not even in it. He does not figure in the slightest. It is about these characters moving forward that we have established and what they can do and have their moments. And it's tremendous. And it would have it would have thematically fit so much better. Not just would it have been a better movie than Rise of Skywalker, but thematically you could have connected those dots and said, "Okay, we've it, you know, Force Awakens. We've 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 honored the spirit that built this house. And we've introduced the new characters. Last Jedi, we've said, okay, here is kind of the swan song of the legacy. 
you yeah. had you had everything with Luke, which I didn't mind because the Luke Skywalker that we knew in the movies was an emotional, irrational, not grounded in what it means to be a Jedi. Not his fault. The one thing that I that I, I fault in The Last Jedi is that they had the whole scene with Yoda and never once was there really any more there could have been a more distinct message to Luke of like, you did your best. Right. You you didn't have shit to work with but some old textbooks and the rambling of a swamp hermit. You yeah. did your best. Um Yeah. That's it's... that bugged me. But they took yeah. I, I don't mind that he died in Last Jedi. I I'm I am okay with that because that's okay, now we've taken, you know, the main character and we've said, All right, now it's time for him to bow out. I so guess that, that's that's not my problem with it. My problem was everything they did with Kylo Ren and him. And uh, like suddenly Luke is just going to to have a moment like that when he didn't even have it with his father. So it's, it's that kind of writing just it, – it, it did not feel like Luke whatsoever. Um, I, I disagree. I disagree entirely. Yeah. yeah. Well, but disagree. We shall just disagree. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, I, I felt it could have been done so much better. Uh, because I'm not saying he can't have folly. Obviously, that's the whole point of his arc. There is to learn from it and grow from it. It was just it felt so forced, and there was nothing. Uh, it just, I don't know. It, I just thought that part could have been much better. Um, and I don't know. It, it, it's how it was put together, if that makes sense. And, and and it's not Ryan Johnson's fault. It's entirely the fault of. The tone of episode seven going into that, it was just a whiplash of, oh, sorry, that's not this film anymore. It's completely and utterly different. Right. Uh, which, which, to be fair, the tone of Empire Strikes Back was very different from <laughs> A New Hope, but it doesn't feel like whiplash, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, they found they found a way to do that, and they're again. Yeah. If we had had one vision, because then when we get to Rise of Skywalker, we're we are discarding all of the forward progress. And now everything is back to, oh, it's still all about these same characters again. Well, and it's to me, it was like it's not I don't want to say insulting to the fans or anything like that, but it was you set the tone that Luke is a big you know, mystery in the first one and that you set up this moment for him and then you opened it up with him just tossing the, the lightsaber. And it's, the, I think it that was just, that was just that one scene just kind of defined of how much of a whiplash it was. Yeah. But and, I, I love that though, because then it gave you that to me was a moment where you looked at and you just went, why? No, and it, then it you, did, it didn't make me feel anything except, huh? Like just what? Why? 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 Why would? Why would you set all of this up in the first one, and make this like it, like you don't see Luke at all until the very end, right? And it's and then when you see him, you just toss the lightsaber behind your head. Exactly like, because what, what, 
I, I, this this is why I love that though because it it completely subverts the expectations and I do wish I do wish that in that movie there had been There's a good li- ways to do that I I thought that was a great way to do it I think that where it I, I think that but where did, I think that what where was it, the message the message was that you don't know what Luke has been through and I feel like had I feel like that movie could have done a better job in explaining some of that and giving him a little bit more redemption in that and i feel like that's because you do you have this luke skywalker that's been built up as this you know the the second coming of the greatest jedi ever and you turn around and find out that he's abandoned everything well what the hell and it's i they could have done more to to lean into the fact that he wasn't really trained he did not know what it really meant to be a jedi and he struggled with that and he fought with that and he failed he failed spectacularly, and that's how we get Kylo Ren. That is something that that could have been expanded upon a little more in that movie, and I think it would have made that not quite as whiplashy, and you would have just gone, oh, I see where that's coming from. They could have done a much better job with that. You know when they did a much, much better job with that? When you met Obi-Wan Kenobi. When you met Yoda. This, these are the exact same scenes and done just so much better better because they don't uh they don't it felt like it i don't know how to explain it it it, it didn't it didn't feel you know because when you meet yoda oh who's this little frog guy oh that's my expectation is that you know he's not that important and then obviously he is but it felt very different than just tossing a lightsaber behind your back i i I agree it almost felt like a uh, SNL bit. I, when, well, when you first see it, you're like, "What?" Here's the thing, though, and here's the th- here, here's the thing that you that you have to remember that, and here's why I liked it. When we meet Luke, he is a yeah. petulant teenager, right. and he never in in the movies. Now, put aside what we have seen in Disney Plus series since. What we know from the movies is that Luke has always been impetuous, never his mind on where he was. But that's he was always kind of a whiny brat. I, I, that, I, I disagree. I think Return of the Jedi was a very different Luke. I, I he think was, that, he was almost there, and I mean they he was so on the edge of being like when, I mean when you first see him in Return of the Jedi, he's he he's he's kicking ass. He, he comes in, sure. he's captured, he, and then he does the whole shit in the barge, and he's Luke Skywalker, you know. And then when he gets to the Death Star, as soon as there's a mention of a threat against his sister, immediately he snaps. He immediately gives in to his anger and mm-hmm. shows that he doesn't. He, that he doesn't really he throws know. The, throws the lightsaber down and says he's not even going to find his father. Like I feel like they, they he goes through all of that. And comes out a very different person at the end of Return of the Jedi than he was at the beginning. I feel like they, he went on a pretty big journey from the beginning of A New Hope and then the end of Return of the I, Jedi. I, I agree. And I think that's – and that's why I'm saying that I, I like the choice that they made in The Last Jedi, but there needed to be a little more put in context about his – failure and why he failed they don't really explain yeah and you know you know when that would have been great in in, in that episode movie? seven <laughs> uh, so that, that's my point is that if we had one director with one vision for these three films 
there would have been a little bit better of a setup because it felt like you were going from, I don't know, a Guardians of the Galaxy film to, I don't know, something not as fun and crazy. And it was just completely different tone, if that makes sense. Oh, no, it was. They were two very different tones of movies. And that's, yeah. and again, that lies on the producer to say mm-hmm. this is the saga, this is what we're doing, right. this is the right. vision for it. Right, but I, that, that, that's all I'm saying is yeah. that uh, is that that's that's really all I'm saying. I, I, I hate I don't want to make it sound like I'm uh, I'm talking down about that film. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I I just wish no, there are absolutely better things they could have done for sure. Yeah. I think if if Ryan Johnson wrote all three of them, it would be a much better thing. Uh, I think if J.J. Abrams had three of the films, it would have been better than what we got. Uh, and then, uh, who, who, wait, is it uh, Colin, who, who was uh, the Trev- one? Uh, Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow, okay. If he had his own three, because uh, what, what you're talking about, the um, the script, I have the art book for, uh, which I highly recommend, um, for uh, The Rise of Skywalker. And it, I think it has artwork from that. Yeah, there's a, there's, there is some of that concept art uh, in is there. Is the Coruscant and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it shows a lot of that. Yeah, because that was that was his draft when he was signed on, and then they, you know, for whatever, never really explained the only, reasons. They went a different way. And the only I, thing, oh, go ahead. I, and I hate it because if you like take take the take an hour and read that script, it's yes, it okay. has it has its own problems. Some of them are are a little more glaring than others, but yeah. but overall, not only would it have been a better movie. It also would have been a much better. It very much fits the tone of we have to move forward. This is about okay. these characters now. Yes, and and again, I know that one of the one of the things they had to change was how prominent Leia was in it for yes. you know for obvious yeah. reasons. Um, but that could have been addressed while still keeping a I, tremendous amount of that movie. Um, my biggest pet, one of my biggest pet peeves from this was that we didn't get all three of them together at the same time. And I know obviously uh, other circumstances got in the way of that, but I wish they would have done that in the first one. I wish we would have seen the three of them on the screen at the same time. That would have been great. Yeah. Um, uh, my other biggest freaking pet peeve, and it has a little bit to do with the stuff that I saw from the artwork and uh, stuff that we saw in the movies. I'm tired of them destroying planets. I'm like I'm I'm so over the like whatever the newest movies are coming out I don't want it to be we're destroying galaxies yeah. like we are in in this I I hated that was my biggest problem with uh episode 7 was that they they didn't destroy a planet they destroyed a whole system Yeah they just built a a, a they built a death star plus that was yeah, it Yeah I don't I don't want that I I I think it's way more interesting when you don't have to destroy a planet to make something threatening. You know what you do? Change rule, change power. Like some, you can do so much, so many other things to put dread in the film. Right. Uh, oh yeah, and regime changes, all of that stuff. There's so much stuff you could do with Star Wars. Well, and there's and and that's something that's 
that's more prevalent in this script. It good, is that good, is good. that it's not about you know we have the power to destroy the entire galaxy. It's more mm-hmm. about we want the control, we want the power, exactly. and okay, if there, and if there is a rebellion, then we will crush it with with military force, not with some giant super weapon across the galaxy. Like see, that's great. Oh, it's I I I one hundred percent recommend reading it. Yeah. yeah, it has it has some issues, but overall. You look at you. You'll read that and you'll think this would have been so much better. The uh, the artwork from it. The, this is what ties it to what I was saying was the destroyed Coruscant. I just I don't stop destroying these planets well, but because they're amazing planets to revisit. But but here's the thing though: the destroyed Coruscant isn't because of a Death Star thing. It's because it is a boots right. on the ground insurgency kind of right. fight. Like it's R- it's right, much right. it's much more. Of a, it's much more That's of a better. war. Yes, it's, That's much better. That's much better. I, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's I, blowing it up is just so cheap, and it, I know that's been happening since the first movie, right? Obviously, with Alderaan, right? Um, but, but but the thing was though, that was what made the second Death Star a whole big deal. Was they were you were like, holy shit, they did it again. Yeah. Oh my god! And it's something that they that they hammered home. Especially in like, I love how they do it in the Lost Stars, mm-hmm. where where that's the big tipping point. Is just like they did it again. Yeah. So this isn't about like, oh, we had to show our might and try to head this off at the pass. The Empire's actually just evil. Like yeah. that was a big deal, and then you know to come back and it's like, oh, we we turned a planet into a Death Star. It's like that's, I get it. You you yeah. did the callback. I understand it. It it mm-hmm. gave you a great trench run sequence. Like I, I get it. Yeah. But then to move on and basically just say, well, now every ship can have Death Star cannons on it. It's like mm-hmm. that's just that's I'm I hate using this word. I really do. That's just lazy. Yeah. It really is because it doesn't take a lot of creativity to then say, well, what if what if every star destroyer had a had a Death Star laser on it? Oh yeah, That's it, just, I mean, it's, it's lazy to be like, and we don't know why, but Palpatine's returned. I hate like, it, man. I <laughs> uh, yeah. So no. yeah, there's, there's read tons. read that script. There is no Palpatine. There's none of that crap. Like it's yeah. and it does kind of the you know it does kind of gloss over some of the issues with eight where they don't really address it, but you have, I think overall you have a much, much better story. It still has a couple of issues, but absolutely read it. It's it, it would have made such a better movie. Oh my God. Yeah. Would it have made oh. such a better movie? I hope that with whatever they're, cause we know Taika Waititi has his right. We know that for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Ryan Johnson still has his, I think he does. I hope with whatever they do, they and it's, it, it sounds like this is what they're doing. They are pausing because the whole plan was to have one out this year, right? I I hope what they are doing is behind the scenes. They are coming up with a plan, and honestly, they need to do Star Wars the way they're doing Marvel, where they have Kevin Feige sit down and plan out the next ten years. Yeah, they need that vision. Um, I don't care if they go back and George Lucas. That would be great. I'd actually fucking love that, but he would never do anything like that. I was thinking about that the other day. Wouldn't it be awesome if they were like, yeah, we're going to let George – he's going to do another Star Wars movie. Like we, 
here you go. Uh, and you know, it doesn't have to be Skywalker saga or anything like that, but I was just thinking like, how awesome would that be if he got, if he, if he returned for some project? Um, but anyway, uh, I hope that whatever they're doing, they're sitting down and they look at Marvel. They see what works that people love that it, it, it's really working and they do something similar, uh, because what they're doing, what they did, did not work at all. Uh, they made good movies, but they just didn't have a good vision. Yeah. Um, uh, every, everything around them, visually, the music, the sound, all of it is just so top-notch. But it just the execution of the story was not good. Um, that, that reminds me, have you seen the documentary that uh there's been a couple of them there's there it's on disney plus um uh, about the boba fett show today they released that one uh apple also released a doc uh documentary about the sound of lucas um let me see if i can pull it up here really yeah um let's see here uh, okay, it's called Skywalker Sound Sound Behind the Mac. Um, I don't know if most people know this, but like Apple and um, Lucas, you know, their their histories are very intertwined. Oh yes, oh very yeah. much so. Well, I mean, Pixar spun off from Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even before that, like Star yeah. Wars was made on Apple computers. Oh yeah. Um, the the everything was done with that, and yeah, you know, years later when the the history with you know uh, Steve Jobs left Apple and purchased uh, Pixar. So yeah, there's, and I, I to me I when you think of Steve Jobs, George Lucas is right there in the conversation with kind of that kind of personality where they made things that no one thought would work and then it does. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, and I don't know, the very, very similar person up personalities. Uh, but yeah, no, every, everything, every, all the star Wars movies all done, uh, on max and with that tech and the Skywalker sound is kind of all about that. You kind of go behind the scenes of, uh, them and it shows them doing like Mandalorian and the, the newer Star Wars movies and how they come up with the sound and everything and the tech behind it at Lucas uh, at Skywalker Ranch. Yeah, and it's amazing. So definitely check that out. It's on YouTube. It's called Behind the Mac Skywalker Sound. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that'll be interesting. Like I'll really want to check that out. Oh yeah, like they cut it off with there's no video and then they play they play the sound of certain scenes and they're like. They just talk about how like how iconic it is that you can just hear it and you know what you know what part of the movie that's from, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's really good. Uh, so definitely check that out. I don't know if they're gonna have more of them. This was like it was like sixteen minutes, but yeah, there's also um, the Boba Fett uh, behind the scenes on Disney Plus too. Bet. Yeah, which is really fun. Ooh, all right. Is there anything else <laughs> we'll talk about? Uh no, just there was – I keep forgetting that, like, we have the Cassian Andor spinoff show coming to Disney+. Oh, Plus. I forgot the, about that. The news, the news behind that, uh, the guy uh, – I don't know if it was the sound uh, or someone who did the I, – I, someone who did the theme. I don't know. Someone that has to do that, – someone that's attached to that show came out and said originally it was going to be seven seasons. It's now three. 
The seasons are also going to be longer than uh, the Boba Fett ones. Um, I forget how many episodes. I think he said something like 12 or 16. Something like that. So it's going to be three seasons of Andor. Okay. That'll be good. Yeah. Which, it, I mean, that sounds perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, that's a character that I don't care about. And, you know, uh, but I'm definitely interested in seeing how it is. What's really cool with that one is they, they're setting it up. They're, they're filming it like it's a movie with, like, practical sets and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can find the article here. Yeah, I hadn't heard. I don't think I had, had heard that. Um Oh, yeah. no, it was the cinematographer. I got it here. Cinematographer. Yeah. yeah. There had yeah. there had originally been plans for the series to last five seasons, but uh, he believed those had changed, and it's now expected to last three. Yes. Yeah. So, which is cool. That, yeah. That'll be neat. Like, I, that'll be, because that'll be different. I liked, and I liked Rogue One. I was yeah. a fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, Rogue One, I think, was one of the better movies that Disney put out. Yeah. for Star Wars movies, and I liked Solo. I, I'll yeah. take I'll take whatever flack anybody wants to give me for that. I thoroughly enjoyed Solo, and I think it gets a bad rap. Solo set up some of the most interesting things. Yeah, it did. and it sucks that it hasn't it hasn't paid off. They'll they'll get there. They it, yeah. it it'll take an unfortunate length of time, but it will get there. Yeah, because that could have been they they really left it in a place where it was like, oh wow, yeah. You could, this is going to be a new, you know, uh, a new era of Star Wars that we it's kind of unexplored, and who they left it off with, you know, uh, it's like okay, interesting. Let's let's see where this goes, and uh, it's it's a shame it didn't. So far, hasn't uh, gone anywhere, but yeah, it will. Right. Yep. 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 But. Uh... But yeah, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Um, yep. Hopefully, you know, they don't have any kind of... There's, there's one thing to have a vision, and then there's one thing to be uh, so much of a jackass about it that uh, everybody walks off of the Fast and Furious sets all the time and oh never wants God. to come back. Um, I get it. This is Vin Diesel's baby, and I'm not going to argue with him. But when yeah. multiple people keep leaving your films then there's a problem. Um, but it's never going to be addressed because those movies make a billion dollars each time. So yeah. Universal's not going to give a day. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, this time it was Justin Lin. This time the director was like, nah, I can't take his shit. I'm out. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's... Uh, there's a lot of problems with that uh, that franchise right now. Yeah. I don't know who you would. I don't know who to, who who would you want to put on that franchise. I think you get. Um, oh, um, damn. Um, who was? Oh shoot! The, the one of the other uh, past directors um, who did. There was. Oh hell! Give me a minute. Well, while you think about it, I'll say mine. Uh, this might not be a popular pick, but J.J. Abrams. No, that's a terrible <laughs> like, idea. I I like his Mission Impossible movies. That's uh, an awful idea. I think you don't like his Mission Impossible movies. I I like his Mission Impossible movies. I think they're a very different. That's the bag closest. Than... I guess what I'm saying is that's the closest thing, uh, to his kind of style. Because I mean, it's that it's. I feel like the Fast and Furious movies are. Uh, Mission Impossible style movies cranked up to like 
26 with ridiculous scales of them going in space and all this other crazy stuff. Uh, does that make sense? Like they're like big action blowing up, driving over the flying over the empire state building. It's just weird. You know, I, I feel like that's, I think it'd be fun with JJ Abrams. I don't know. I think it would be terrible with JJ Abrams. <laughs> so who would you pick? Uh, James Wan who did uh, furious oh, seven. Okay. I think yeah, you yeah. get James Wan back cause he can do action. He's done a fast and furious movie. I like yeah. furious seven. I thought it was, I thought it was decent. Yeah, that'd be um, a good one. So I think you go back to him. I think that because it's somebody who's proven that that they can hang in that space, mm-hmm. um, and you don't have to like. So you don't have to worry about like is some how is is somebody else gonna gonna be able to to deal with this? You know, I, yeah. I I think I think that that's that's who you get for that. Um, yeah. Either him or you get F. Gary Gray, um, who did <laughs> uh, who did Fade Out of Furious. Oh, gotcha. I, I wasn't as big of a fan, but again, mm-hmm. somebody who who has has experience in this, who who has shown they can handle a budget, you know. Um, so I I think I think that that's you know I think you go back to that well of just like people mm-hmm. that that have been that have been here before. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Out, outside of that. Um, Taika Waititi, like I mean, yeah, <laughs> I would kill for a Taika Waititi Fast and Furious movie. Like, tell <laughs> me that doesn't just sound where you're like these movies are ridiculous, and then you just see that head pop in. Oh hi guys, like you just like <laughs> oh here oh here it goes like, right. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be great. Taika Waititi. <laughs> God, it never happened. Oh, yeah. Vin Diesel would explode. Oh, he would absolutely. So I'm looking at um. Real quick, I was looking at some of the items that went for sale today for Star Wars, and it looks like they have Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber from this series. Now, this is – it's it's the same lightsaber as Luke's, right? Mm, no. Wait, Luke gets his lightsaber from Obi-Wan his... Kenobi's uh, hut, right? Yeah, but it's his dad's. Luke uses Anakin's lightsaber. Luke, yeah, right. No, I'm talking about after that. Wait, so he loses Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. Builds and then he goes back to. Uh, but builds his own. But I thought he. I could have sworn because I thought Obi Wan Kenobi. I thought that Luke Skywalker goes back to Obi Wan Kenobi's hut, and gets a lightsaber. Is this in the comics? I think maybe that's what I'm remembering. That might be because that I can't help you with. Because this lightsaber looks exactly like Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, but blue. Uh, and now I'm now I'm trying to think like what was Obi Wan Kenobi's lightsaber like in Episode Four? Basic, um, like it was like there wasn't much to it. Yeah, and I think but... that fit his style. Like Obi Wan was not a flashy kind of Jedi. Right, right, right. Uh, his third lightsaber and final lightsaber was constructed. His final lightsaber looks ex- looks very similar to uh, Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Sure, and that makes like I that to me makes sense. Like there is a there is a a lot of like of course because I mean you know Ben was his first teacher. Ben knew his father. You know there's. Mm-hmm. That was his introduction 
to the Jedi world. And, right. you know, there's always kind of the hint of, like, there was there was always sort of, you know, he knew of old Ben, you know. Right. So he was always kind of there and, you know. So that makes it, – it would make sense that either, mm-hmm. you know – somehow I yeah but i feel like it, no cuz uh kenobi's lightsaber was left on the de- on the first death star yeah no i i think it's a, a a different one yeah like in my head but i could i could see I luke remember... building a very a, a an intentionally similar styled lightsaber true like true, that true. makes sense thematically i remember luke going back to his hut for a journal and I thought yes. lightsaber. That I remember. I remember the journal because I remember yeah. that was its own issue. Was the journal of Obi Wan Kenobi? Gotcha. Yeah, that I yeah. remember. That makes sense. But no, the lightsaber. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been Obi Wan's because that was left on the okay. Death Star. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, I don't mean the one that was on the Death Star. I just meant like a separate, like in a box in his hut. Right. Um. No, I was just looking at some of the new stuff. It looks awesome, and I can't spend any money <laughs> and i don't want to either because it's just there's <laughs> oh man oh darth vader's helmet that looks so sick <laughs> oh man that looks fun um, I'm, i loved watching people online get upset when they were talking about like yeah maul was never really considered for this series people were like what why not it's like because they've they've told that story yeah, no, they that, ended that's, the story well in Rebels. Yeah, that story was fully explained in Rebels of like of of you know Maul knew nothing until cracking that hologram. Right. Like that's and then of course it was oh. a whole big to do and like I enjoyed that duel. That was a very samurai duel and it fit it fit thematically with that. that kind of, that's my word of the podcast. And... <laughs> thematically, yeah, no, it it absolutely did. Um... I could see why people would be like, "Oh, this would be a great time to put him in," but it does, it's not needed whatsoever. This, like you said, yeah, it ended perfectly. They they told that story. This is a different story. Uh, I think personally, they could do a bunch more seasons of Obi Wan Kenobi if they wanted to. Um, they could because they have years to work with. Yes. Yeah. So. I don't think it ha- I don't think it should have anything to do with Maul, uh, even if they did do more. Um, I think there's so many other things you could tell. Maul's a fun character. I think it'd be great if they did more off of Solo with him. Yes. Yeah, that that, that to me would fit a little bit, little bit better. Um, it's just but... it's just interesting to see, though, because that's. That's such a specific time frame for Maul, though, because it's yeah. it's that it's a weird gap. It's a very I I need to find exactly where like in the Rebels mm-hmm. timeline that fits because it's it's a weird. He just disappears for a while. Uh, he does. It's a weird like between clone because like by the it's it's weird. It's like between Clone Wars and Rebels, you have Solo. Yeah. And but it's such a small. You know, it's only a. few it's it's only a handful of years like it's not a giant gap yeah you know you have what well no that's not true you have what 13 six what 16 years yeah something yeah, like it's, that it's a little chunk of time so that's so yeah it's actually has yeah, plenty of time but mall there's yeah no that's fair i keep forgot because i kept forgetting like no by the time we meet him in rebels he's he's had his adventures already right 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 
Yeah, I mean, you could tell all kind. Of, you, just, you could tell all kind of Darth Maul stories. Sure. But I think, I think they they made a decision to end his story in Rebels, and that's where it should stay. Right. Um. No, I he's... don't like the idea that like, oh well, if you didn't watch the animated series, we're gonna do this for you so you can see it. That's silly. Just go watch Rebels. It's great. Yeah. Um. We don't need that I, if it happened i wouldn't be disappointed but i also don't think it's needed whatsoever uh no because i mean it's and and i don't think they will no because they have their canon for this and they've like they've established that you know yeah. maul has no clue that kenobi is alive and out there right 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 exactly but i know i like don't get me wrong i'm down for more maul oh hell yeah, yeah. but yeah. you know there's you can you can tie in you know you want to that is a there's your Sopranos Star Wars show because mm-hmm. Maul is 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 at that point he is all about that criminal underworld yes you know yeah I mean that's and he fits great in there yes um, and he like he makes such a great like conniving Don kind of figure like that's I it's I you know I'd be down for that. if they. If they're gonna do like a Star Wars underground kind of show, like that's, mm-hmm. I think that's where, you know, you go through this and that and the other thing, and then you wind up like, oh, this is this is our big bad. Yeah. Now, could we see Thrawn in this time period? Mm-hmm. I my mind always skips with him because of the EU. He was at the end of Return of the Jedi. But it, in this canon, yeah. he's he's before A New Hope, because in Rebels is the last part we see him, right? Right, and it he depends on. I'm. I mean, in theory, yes. In theory, we could. We we right. actually could. Um, I don't think we're going to get introduced to a live action Thrawn in this. I think they're saving that for Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Yeah, just but... because it's going to confuse people timeline wise. <laughs> It will, but that's who I'm really interested. We could see Ahsoka in the series. That would be someone interesting to pop up. Could we, though? Absolutely. Why wouldn't we? Ahsoka could be in anything, technically. She could. She's she's all the way in the Mandalorian. She could absolutely be in this. Why? Why couldn't she? I think she would fit tremendously well in this. I, I, hmm. It's just tricky having her and Obi-Wan interact like this because then you go back to – because then, then you get into why didn't – you know, if, if Obi-Wan knew about uh, – knew that Ahsoka was alive, how come there was no mention of that in the original trilogy? And yes, I know there was no Ahsoka in the original trilogy, but you wind up having to kind of answer these questions before they're asked. And I think I think it just kind of creates headaches. She could be in the show, but I don't want them to interact. Um, yeah, I, just because I've I, it just. I mean, the, she, he Obi. I mean, I feel like Obi and Anakin raised her, right? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, oh, yeah. it, what's the what's the line she says to to Maul? It, it, in their last fight, that gorgeous last fight on uh, on Mandalore, uh, she's she makes a joke about uh, about if Anakin was there, Maul would have already lost, and he yeah. just says, "You have Kenobi's arrogance," 
Right. And she says, I have a lot of qualities that you're going to dislike. Right. And I yeah. love that line. I think it's a fantastic line. Oh, yeah. 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 And you're right. Maybe they don't see each other. Maybe one of them sees the other. I would, it, like, uh, if, if Ahsoka found out that Obi-Wan was still alive, I think that, like, that's something I'm, I would be good with, but also. You know, like you have to, you have to frame it in a way like, well, then why doesn't she go to him? She would have to find like, oh, he's, he is in hiding. He has something going on. It's why he's staying secretive. Blah blah. Yeah. Blah. yeah. Um, because then otherwise, you know, it's it's a thing of like you have to, you have to take into account that even though there was no way to plan for an Ahsoka when the original trilogy was made. It it opens up that mm-hmm. whole can of worms of like, well, then why, you know, why didn't Obi Wan say, well, I have this other, you know, I know of this other Jedi who can teach you. Like yeah. there was this other, you know, former Jedi who could teach you. I guess. But, I, yeah, I I need to look at a timeline because it's kind of all Kenobi. Over the place. Okay, so we have because you have to remember the Mandalorian is actually post Return of the Jedi. Yes. It's post-Return of the Jedi, and at that point in time, also, Ahsoka is looking for Thrawn. So Thrawn yeah. has been gone Thrawn's been gone for time. a long time because he disappears at the end of Rebels, which is yes. pre-Episode 4. Right. And now, how many how many years is Episode 4 to Episode 6? Uh, it's, what, three years? Oh, okay. It's it's a short time. It's a short time frame. Um, Feels but, like forever. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. We see Kenobi in that last season of rebels and he is old. So this yeah. is, this is very much pre rebels. And I think this is when Ahsoka is still very much in hiding and, okay. and staying very under the radar. Um, okay. I think that's, so I doubt if we don't see Ahsoka, I will understand why, um, because she's had to disappear. Yeah. So I like I I'm I am okay with that. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that. Um, yeah. Let let them focus on her having her series, which takes place around the same, in that same time as as the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Let mm. you know. Let her have that, and let Kenobi and and you know I like the introduction of the Inquisitors in terms of the live action TV. I like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let. Again, let's not lean so much on what's already been established. Let's do, you know, right. I, which, you know, we're doing a show about Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, we, we've cut, that ship has already sailed. But yeah, I feel, I man, this, I, this, this, is, I have a feeling this is going to feel like three point five, uh, which and, I'm okay with. I'm very, very much okay with that. Absolutely, I, I love the idea of these actors and these characters coming back, and having a little bit of redemption because of how much flack those prequels got. I I want to see them on the screen together. Yeah. And uh, I have a feeling people are going to be like, oh, shit, and not realize how much they miss that. I, I agree. I think. Yeah. And I this this may I hope this isn't as bold as I think it might be. I think mm-hmm. you will see a resurgence in interest for and a decrease in criticism of the prequels after yeah. the Kenobi series comes out. Oh, yeah. Because no, people I, I, are going to go back and think like, yeah, Jar Jar Binks was an abomination. But, sure. you know, let's look at let, let's look at what was good 
about the oh, prequels because yeah. there's a lot. There is a lot that's bad, but there's, there's also a, so much that's good. Um, there's a lot of fun to be had. Even with like some people say uh, Attack of the Clones is the worst one of them all, right? But there's a lot of fun things in that movie like Obi-Wan Kenobi going on an adventure yeah. and trying to to, to uh, figure out this mystery. Like there's so much cool shit in that movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it – I'm excited, dude. I cannot wait. <laughs> I there's look if I mean you know, wouldn't that be interesting though if we saw the be like if we saw a young, or you know obviously we don't have to show the face so we don't have to worry about casting, but mm-hmm. give me like a glimpse of Boba Fett through Obi Wan Kenobi's eyes, who's gonna oh, yeah. look and just go, well now he looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah, that's they I would absolutely have a yeah. uh, Boba Fett in this. Yeah. Um, like I, I think that would be a fun moment. I would, if if I'm going to bring anybody into this for any kind of reason, bring me Captain Rex. Oh yeah. I want. That's who I want. If he, you know, o, you know, Obi is off world. He doesn't know who to turn. You know, who does he look to? Who does he? Who does he turn to? And he winds up finding. Rex. I know yeah. he was more Ahsoka's commander, and that's who he more relates to, but I feel like that's how they continue to connect. I'm shocked he didn't show up in Boba Fett, honestly. I, I, we, may, we may get there. We, we may get there, yeah. Well, I mean, I have a feeling at the end of this month, I think this is the year we actually find out a roadmap. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my prediction for... Uh, celebration is that they do their they you know they pull up the just slide, like they do, just like they do with the marvel stuff just like they do with the marvel stuff and they say here's the plan we know of some things rogue one was canceled it wasn't we have no idea the ryan johnson stuff it's been quiet for a very long time Ro- uh, rogue uh, squadron rogue, rogue squadron. squadron sorry yeah which disappoints uh, the hell out of me because that i was so looking forward to that yes uh we know taika waititi is still uh, Ryan on. Johnson's stuff is still in the works. It's still in the works. Out. What I'm saying is, it's been quiet. We haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, the last thing was last year, really, when he came out to say, "No, it hasn't been canceled." Right. <laughs> and so I think it's been long enough for people to quiet down a little bit about their, you know, uh, displeasure. You know, to not enjoying the last couple of movies, uh, you know, rightfully so good or bad or whatever. If they, they didn't like it, I think it's been a couple of years, uh, for people to kind of, yeah, we've, we've had time and we've had good stuff in between. Good you stuff. know, we've had, Absolutely. we've had a couple seasons of the Mandalorian. We had Boba Fett. We had, mm-hmm. you know, all the introductions and, and everything that's going on, the callbacks to, to rebels and to the clone wars, you know, yeah. with, with all the dark saber stuff, you know, obviously we had, we have Ahsoka and her search for, for, for mm-hmm. Thrawn. Like I, you know, we've, we, we have mollified the fan base by this point. Yes, absolutely. And I think now would be the time to kind of give a roadmap to be like, here's what's coming next. Right. Uh, you know, and I don't think it's going to be like a, I don't think we're done calling it episode 10, 11 or any of that stuff, uh, but at least have a plan and be like, the next movie you're going to see is Ryan, is Ryan Johnson's series or uh, Taika Waititi uh, or maybe Rogue Squadron. Um, and here's the Disney Plus stuff. Um, here's what Acolyte is, you know, th- that kind of thing. I think we're going to get a better 
idea of all of that. And I hope that we also get an idea of some of the games that are in place because that's something that's been sorely missing that we're starting to now hear about. Right. We hear of all these studios. I even – it was even leaked that they're doing a new Star Wars MMOs uh, set in the Mandalorian timeline. So who fucking knows what's coming out next? So it, that would be also great to get some like LucasArts uh, – or, I, or they call them Lucas Games now, I think. Um, yeah. To see what studios is working on what. Because uh, that would be – it would be nice to actually have like a couple games a year that are very different like Star- the Legos games, the um, – so a Rogue Squadron game or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a, a Switch game where it's just a beat-em-up. You know what I mean? Like – some variety. Hey, Master, you're asking for Masters of the Terrascasi too, aren't you? Like, <laughs> absolutely. No, I'd, be, I'd be down. Let's have a Star Wars fighting game. Why the hell not? Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like wait, why why is the Super Star Wars games not on the Switch? What's stopping that? Licensing like, issues, probably. It, it, it's it's already on PlayStation. Why? I don't know. It's I, I oh, Lic- licensing like, issues are weird, man. Yeah. Well, didn't they originally come out on the Switch? Or Nintendo? They they did. They were Super Nintendo games, but again, that was different. It was different companies with different agreements, and who knows? Sony might have swooped in and said, "Hey, the rights on publishing these have lapsed," and they cut yeah. the deal with Lucasfilm over Nintendo. I don't know. I guess I've just I've seen so so many other games that has like the the Jedi Knight series. Yeah, I mean that was Raven. So like. How did that get re-released? You know, did Activision give them permission? Um, Maybe because it's on everything. Right. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. They've been pretty good at, especially Steam. It's on like. By the way, right now there's a big Star Wars sale <laughs> on Steam. There's always uh, a sale on Steam. <laughs> it's true. That's true. But if you're if you want Star Wars games now, this now's the time. Fair. Uh, yeah. I even. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I even bought the Boba Fett skin on Fortnite, even though I don't play Fortnite. But I wanted to get the Boba Fett skin. <laughs> I mean, I that's did. fair. Like, I, that's fair enough. Yeah. And my brother plays it, though, a little bit. So I was like, hey, you can now play as Boba Fett and Kylo Ren. Because <laughs> that's what um, Fortnite needed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Steam and GOG have been really good about the older games. Uh, I've went and downloaded... Uh, I even downloaded a Star Trek game, uh, I think, since we last spoke. Uh, it's a – oh, God. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Uh, all games. It's, it's not one of the Academy games, is it? Because, oh, my God, they were – like, that was rough. No, it was – oh, wait. Why does – hold on. Let me search for it real quick. <laughs> my my The GOG shows my Steam games for some reason. Um, oh, my God. Hold on. Uh, sorry, one second. Um, uh, I think it's a Voyager game. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I I I never really kept track of just how many. Like I know there's way more Star Trek games than than I've even heard of. Oh yeah. Okay, this is called Star Trek Voyager Elite Force. There was two of them. Okay. They were made by Raven Studios, which which did the Jedi Knight series. Yeah, they did. And. The when I saw this, I never played this back in the day because I was always more of a Star Wars fan. Sure. But when I looked at, um, there's a YouTube channel called uh, LGR. Uh, have you ever heard of? Um, no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, LGR LGR is a channel that 
looks at old computer tech. Um, so they'll, they'll like, he'll like bring software and computers from like 1999. And he's like, here's the first windows machine that was mobile. And like, it's really fun videos about just old tech. And every once in a while he'll do a video game. And so he did one on the star Trek game and it looked fun as hell. Uh, cause you play this elite force. I guess it has to do with the Voyager time time period, which I never saw. I've never seen Voyager. Right. I know the premise, but the game looks fun as hell. You uh, you run around, and it's it it's the same engine that did uh, that was Star Trek. I'm sorry, this, uh, the Jedi Knight series, um, which is the Quake engine, basically. Yeah. And but you run around as Star Trek characters, and there's Borg and all of that stuff, and the game. The game was three ninety nine, so, so I have indigestion. Uh, but yeah, it was really fun. So I downloaded that and started playing it because uh, I'd never played it back in the day. But yeah, there are a ton of Star Trek games. Yeah, there's, it's it's nuts. Yeah, there's two of those. Uh, there's also, did you hear about the new Dune series that dropped on mm, Steam? No, I don't think okay. I have. Yeah. Um, so it's called um, – wait, hold on. Let me pull it up. This isn't quick. related to like what they showed at E3, was it? Whatever that was or whenever. Yeah, Spice Wars. Yeah. So it's an RTS or it's a 4X game. Yeah. So it's like RTS on crack. Um, and yeah, it's – it's you can pick the between the three houses, House Atreides, uh, Smugglers, and uh, the Fremen. And – uh, the game is very political. I haven't. I've just loaded it up. That's about it. Uh, I haven't really <laughs> had time to play it, but it's you rule Dune, and you can pick between the three frac- factions, and you have spies and all this other kind of cool stuff that can go in and really fuck them, the other uh, teams up from the inside while you build your empire, and at any time, the worms can come and just <laughs> eat <laughs> whatever you're building. <laughs> so... But yeah, started playing that a little bit. Nice. Yeah, man, that's that's it. Fun nice. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was all see. over the place there. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's see. What else? What else news did we have to round out the week here? Um, no surprise, they're doing a sequel for the Batman. The Batman, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. it did crazy money and was also pretty good. Did you see the expose about Nintendo that IGN did? No, I did not. They they talked to like Reggie and they talked to like former Nintendo employees and it's basically just sums up how much Nintendo of America sucks uh, when it comes to employing people because yeah. uh, they treat their employees well, but um, the unfortunate problem is they don't hire a lot of employees. Most of their most of the people that work for them are contractors and they don't treat them like employees. Uh, well, who are they? WWE? exactly that's exactly what it is um where like just simple things like there's a cafeteria the contractors could not use it only the employees could use it and like certain like weird things sure yeah which makes no sense why would you not let your contractors sit at the t- that's just like going to a dinner or something and you're like no you can you have to sit over there like it was weird it was weird stuff that i was reading but anyway um it, like they even quoted like the Washington Post like Re- Reggie was just uh, he went over just like 
how kind of backwards they are. And he, he knew that he could not stay there because they really had no plans on growing and learning. Uh, the way he put it, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of butchering it, but he was just like, he, I guess he went to them like, hey, what's the plans on doing this, that, and growing and learning the industry and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, we don't do that. And he was just like, oh, okay. Uh, he knew his time was not going to be there for that long because uh, because of how rigid it was. Um, but yeah, look it up. It's, it's on IGN. It's like an expose. They have a video and an article. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that. That sounds, yeah. that sounds interesting. Yeah. Also, Activision blames uh, disappointing Call of Duty sales on World War II. That was an interesting article. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess they said because it was World War II, a lot of people did not want to buy the game. Hey, Activision doesn't really get to bitch about anything for like the next 10 years. They can't, no. On, honestly, you know. I saw I, New York I, was suing them now. Yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, it's not going to be, it's not going to be very fun for them for, for a long time. And uh, Microsoft's really going to hate that, that they bought them because those headaches are going to be their headaches. Yeah, well, I, I at least hope that the culture changes um, it seems like it has, uh, with what I've seen with Warcraft, like the, wait, have, have, okay, so we haven't talked since the announcement of the new expansion, uh, uh, Dragon, um, is it, uh, oh, shit, I already forgot what it's called. Why'd my mind just go blank? All right, hold on. Dragonflight, I think. Dragonflight, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And yeah, real quick, if I could talk about that for just yeah, a minute. Yeah, go for it. Um, they announced that, and essentially, it was about an hour of them going, "We're sorry." Yeah, You're- I had I had heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not only about the culture. Well, uh, actually, hold on. Give me just a second. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, there was. Sorry, sorry to blow it. Was there for a second? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you go. Yeah. No, so it was about an hour of them going, we're sorry. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, they went, they, they, they talked a little bit about some of the issues uh, the studios had. And they, they spent about an hour talking about how the community was right about a lot of things with the game. Um, specifically systems where the way Warcraft works is that uh, the, the when it originally came out, it had systems. Uh, you build your character, great. And every expansion since, they have had what's called borrowed power, where you would have to do this new thing they would implement and they would put into the game, so your character would not only level another ten levels, but you would have some sort of shenanigans with gear and whatnot. And then in the next expansion, it's it's removed. And they have another thing. And so they've done that 10 times now. And it's been the biggest issue people have had with that game. And they essentially came out and said, you're right. We're not doing that anymore. No more borrowed power. So, and there's like 10 other things that they've talked about where they were like, we're listening to our community and it's right. No more borrowed power. No more of this nonsense. We're going back to a point system for your for how you're going to uh, 
uh, customize your character and its moves and everything else. A lot of other boring stuff that if you don't play Warcraft, it doesn't mean anything to you, but it was really like an hour of an apology. And it's, <laughs> it's literally everything that I think Warcraft fans have been wanting to hear. Um, and I don't know. It was a completely different message. And I think, you know, for obvious reasons, their studio has been through a lot of shit, more so behind the scenes than anything, obviously, uh, in the last couple of years. So it was extremely refreshing. Like, here's what's wild. They sat down with Asmongold, Ian, the game director, to talk about Warcraft for an hour after the after the showing of it, which is something I never thought I would see. Now, he's been involved with Blizzard before years ago. Yeah. But he's he's probably their biggest critic uh, on, on Twitch and whatnot. And, you know... To be fair, when they when he came when Ian, when Ian came on, you saw an Ian during the presentation that was very corporate, and you saw an Ian during Asmongold's interview that was fun. He was he was enjoying himself. He made jokes and talked about like Warcraft memes about like what sword and stuff like that, and it was just a night and day different seeing <laughs> him compared to a couple years ago when he came on and he was very. Any interview that he did with anyone from the community was very combative, very like, we know what we're doing. Just let us do it. Quit crying. <laughs> you know, that's literally the message that that Blizzard has been giving its audience for the last however many years yeah. was we know what we're doing. And this time around, it was they came with their hat in their hand pretty much. Uh, and you know, you don't know what ha what's happening behind the scenes. All we know is what we've heard, right? So, I hope everything <laughs> is getting better. Um, I have a feeling with Microsoft that that stuff's not going to fly. Uh, all the terrible shit that we've been hearing behind the scenes. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they also announced a mobile game. I don't know if you heard about it. No, I don't yeah. think I had. They announced a new mobile game. Obviously, Hearthstone's their first one. Sure, uh, makes a ton of money, but it's a it's like something Rumble, Warcraft Rumble, ArcLight Rumble, uh, and it's a tower defense game. You know, uh, it's I don't I don't I don't know what like Clash of Camp Clans or something like that. I'm I hope people download it and play a bunch of it and give them money, <laughs> but I won't be. <laughs> I I did hear that they had a second app that they wanted to put out. That was canceled, and that one I'm really disappointed in. It was a it was a Pokemon Go like game, but it was the pets uh, the pet system that they have in the game. I don't know if you're aware of this. In World of Warcraft, they literally have Pokemon. I think I'd heard yeah something like that. Has, yeah, yeah, every town has uh, the trainers and you, all of the animals in the world you can pretty much catch and you you can battle and it has this whole battling system and they saw Pokemon and they were like, let's put it in the game. And that's one of the things that people over time have enjoyed because it's it stayed in there. Um, so that is one of the systems that people really like. And I uh, that was announced that it was rumored for the longest time they were going to do that, but Jason Schreier said that was one of the ones they killed, and I was just so disappointed. But I guess they saw the Harry Potter one died, the Jurassic Park one died, and so they were like, hey, maybe people are only going to play that kind of game when it comes to Pokemon. So anyway, 
<laughs> Sorry. But thanks for letting me ramble about Warcraft. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. But it's been a night and day difference hearing, you know, after so many people left and went to Final Fantasy and saw how the the game director and that company treated their players, I think they had they had to they had to do something different. And yeah. It, it sounds like they are. It sounds like they listened. We'll see when it comes out. Uh, and hopefully, you know, keep our eyes and ears to what's going on behind the scenes. And, man, I, I can't wait until Bobby Kotick is out and they are under new management. Yeah, right. Sure. Then I'll feel a little bit better. Um, but in the meantime, me and my friends are still having fun playing it. Uh, but, yeah. Ooh, I think that's it, man. Is there anything? I don't think there's anything else. Um, just uh, and I, and we'll talk about this again before it happens. But Xbox announced their Bethesda Games Showcase. It's in it's June twelfth. Oh, okay. So there was like we'll and you know we'll talk about that more you know closer we get to it. But there, you know, we're gonna start seeing these things now. You know, we're getting close to what used to be E three season. Uh, even though E three is for all intents and purposes dead and gone. Sorry, right. E3. You were great. You had a good run. Hopefully, you'll be back one day. Um, yeah. But for the time being, it, it's 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 what it's hibernating. Um, uh, I think we're gonna see. I think we're finally going to see some actual Starfield stuff. Um, it has to. It comes out this year, right? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, so they say. Uh, Bethesda <laughs> used to be really good about holding on to something and only showing it the year it came out. That's fair, but over the like, there's they've lost a lot of faith over the last like two years. Yeah, but now they're with Microsoft, right? Like, this is going to be an interesting showcase because this is one. This is the first big one with Microsoft at the helm, right? True. Yes. Very. Yeah. Um, I I hope my 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 hope is that. They do come through with with it this year. Obviously, we don't want a game release that's bad, and it should they should push it if they need to. But if we can see a lot of Starfield, I don't think we'll see anything Elder Scrolls. But we'll probably get a location and maybe some like um, conception art that would be cool. Like, hey, it's in Hammerfell, and here's kind of what the story's about—not story, but like time period or you know just general idea of the game. Well, I mean, here's. Here's the thing, you know, yeah. here's here's the here are the Bethesda published games that we know about that are coming up. Okay. Uh, Redfall from Arcane Studios, the vamp that one was it vampire game that actually looked pretty cool. Um, Starfield, which mm-hmm. is slated for November 11th this year, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, Commander Keen. The mobile game they they announced a while back, <laughs> um, the Elder Scrolls Six, Wolfenstein Three, and there's an Indiana Jones game that's also in the works. Right, that's right, right, right. that's what we know about. Um, right. So we'll see. I imagine, and I I want to be joking. I wish that this was a joke. I promise you, up one side. And down the other, um, that this is not going to be a joke. Um, we're going to hear something about Skyrim. I I don't know what it'll be, but I guarantee you there's going to be some form of Skyrim something. Here's at what this you show. do: Skyrim, because I know there's a uh, Skyrim on on iOS. 
that's what you do. Do they not already have it on iOS? They have Blades, which is like a it, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But no, like straight, like straight. You know what game they have on iOS? What? Divinity Original Sin 2. Fully, completely. No graphical whatever. It, the entire game is on there. And it looks amazing. Yeah, I can buy by bet. So they could totally put Skyrim on it. Yeah. 1,000% with those M1 chips. Um, that's what you do. You, you, you put it on uh, Android and and mobile. Like, the straight up the full game. Uh, just, I, I don't know. Or, I mean, it, what, what else do you do? Do you put it on a refrigerator? I don't know. What else they did, they did that. I know, I know. The, thing that, the thing that cracks me up is that they made a joke about the the Amazon Alexa version of it, and then mm-hmm. it turned out that they actually did that. Yeah. That was the one that drove me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think we actually, because of, dude, it's been leaking all over the place, the new Mandalorian MMO. I think they, I think they talk about it, since it's literally everywhere right now. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know how you can. Is that coming for? Is that supposed to be coming from Bethesda though? Yeah, it's coming from Zenimax. Okay, interesting. Wait, is they're under Bethesda, right? Yeah, yeah. Zenimax is a Bethesda yeah. studio. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, the people that the, that are working that did uh, Elder Scrolls Online. They're supposed to be doing a Mandalorian. All we know is it's in the time frame of the Mandalorian. So I don't know if that's like Mandalorian-based MMO, uh, but who knows? I, I think maybe it's more of like an it's an MMO set between uh, seven that's and eight. That's what I'm thinking. Like, exactly. I, I don't think it's just strictly like uh, Mandalorians running around, but yeah, I, that time frame, which is an amazing time frame to set in a, a Star Wars MMO. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's still very wild West and you still have two very clear factions. You know, you yes. have the, you have the new Republic and whatever you want to call what's left of the empire, which would probably still be called the empire in this game. Right. Oh, there's so many cool stories you could tell with that. Sure. And, and exploring and you could be on the outer rim and, oh man, that'd be fun. So I don't know. I, it's been leaking all over the place. Uh, a lot of people in the industry have been like, yeah, no, we've known about this for a while. This is – it's kind of like the uh, un, the worst un, the worst kept secret that they've been working on it. So I don't know. It's wild how many MMO Star Wars has had so far. But now would be the time to do it because uh, the Old Republic is still going. But it's it's, it's like you – what else can you do with that? Um, now's the time you do bump it to a new time frame. I think that would be a, f- a fun way to get new players to play. Agreed. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I would say is maybe the New Republic would be a really fun place uh, if they did an MMO, but I think way more people know Mandalorian, so that's way more popular. Uh, that that time frame, right? It's, that, it's, that's one of the things that people just love right now with Star Wars, where anyone who reads the Star Wars books loves the the the, the new stuff, but obviously more people know of the TV show. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anyway, I, I hope I hope we get a little glimmer of that in there. That that would be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, dude. 
Uh, I can't wait. When's uh or uh, that's in uh, June or July? You said June. Yeah, it's June twelfth. Like it's it's over a month from now, so we got plenty of time. Gotcha. We have plenty of time to have everything else leak too. So yeah, yeah. And we have celebration the what the twenty fifth. Yeah, that's in August, right? Celebrations this month. What? No. Isn't it? No, yeah. no. It's in August. Celebration is the day that Obi Wan Kenobi comes out. No, it's not. Absolutely. Uh, uh, May 26th through May 29th, the celebration. What? No. Yeah. I don't believe yeah. it. Yeah. I don't believe it. Because now I'm uh, just screwing with you because I I'm not I haven't gotten it pulled up yet. But I was like, oh, okay. No, yeah. I don't believe it. I, don't, I really, okay, I really can't find Like, I'm on their actual website. Oh, yeah, hey, there you go. Uh, nope, you're, yep, sure enough, there it is. I'm curious to see about like okay and they're and I mean they're starting big too they're they're starting with the the studio showcase I don't know yes yeah I think we're gonna get a big Marvel like here's the plan here's where we're going because if you think about because everything else is yeah like every and everything else is like uh, uh, behind the scenes stuff like all, all of it Wait, where are you seeing the uh, exhibits or whatever you're looking at? Like StarWars.com. Oh, okay. I went to Star Wars Celebration. My bad. Yeah, I'm looking at their their panel schedule, and like it opens, like literally opens with the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase. Oh, okay. Well, and then there's like... music, and then something about the publishing, and then Ian mm-hmm. McDermott has a panel. Um, there. I'm, I'm wondering, are they going to put all this on Disney Plus? No, they have to, right? No. No, they won't stream this. They never stream this. No, but like after the fact. Uh, nah, it'll be on their YouTube channel. They'll have clips on YouTube, I'm sure. But they haven't had a celebration since Disney Plus has been out, though. It, nah, it's still not gonna happen. But didn't they do this literally with the last Star Wars presentation that they had? Didn't they put it on Disney Plus? No. I'm pretty sure they did with when they announced. All of the TV, all of the TV shows. They, they put they put the video that they used on there, but they didn't put the whole. They didn't put I mean. yeah that's that they put like the little video package that they they made. Yeah. To me, it would be really dumb. Is not not the same weekend, right? Like Monday, like it's already happened. You went to Star Wars Celebration. You got to see it live, but. Why not let everyone on the planet who subscribes to you? get to see what's coming and see the interviews, like put that on your streaming service as a, Hey, if you want to see this, just pay this price. Like, because then you're brainer. No. Cause then you don't get the money of, if you want to see this, you have to come to celebration. People are going to go anyway. It's, it's, that's, it's kind of like saying, I don't, I, uh, I th- Hey, we can't show you this WWE pay-per-view on the WWE network because we want people to come to the show. That's what house shows are for. That's different. But do you see what I'm saying? Like they already paid the tickets. They already went, they saw it live. That's the, uh, I think they're going to sell out celebration no matter what. Uh, but you should, I'm paying how much month for Disney plus. Why not let the people who are subscribing see it after the fact? That's all. Not during, not live. Yeah. But like, I d- I don't disagree with you. They're just not going to do it. 
Oh man, that would be really nice. It like, would. That'd be really cool to like. That would be so much content you could put on there for sure. like all the different. Like, just have a little section in the Star Wars thing that says like, "Here's celebration," and here's, you know, thirty videos of all the different uh, things that happened with the comics and the the panels for you know the the voice actors, the panels for you know all the all the stuff that they do. One hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, that that's what they should do. That is to me the easiest content you could put on there to make because you're just literally filming it what you're doing anyway. It's it's wasted not doing that. You're paying all these people to put on this production and the the sound, the audio uh and and you're recording it. Why would you not put it on a, a subscription-based service? You're not putting it out for free. You're literally putting it on your subscription service. Uh, and you can fill that with hours worth of content that you know every Star Wars fan is going to gonna want to eat it up because they can't afford to fly to California in the middle of the year, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I would think that would be rad. But you're absolutely right. I'm looking at it right now. It's showing all the different stages and stuff. That's really cool. Twin Sun stage. Oh, man. I, I hope this comes to Orlando. Uh, if this comes to Orlando next year, would you go? Would I come all the way down to Orlando you for You could it? crash here? Yeah, absolutely. I I don't know. Maybe. Yeah? You have I, free place to stay? I don't. I mean, that's fair. Like, I'm all for yeah. that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not – just because I'm not big on cons. Oh, I love – I, I I've I've never been and I've never really. Wait, you never been? I've I've never been, but I've but that's been kind of by choice of like I've never really, I've never really felt the allure, you know. I would mm. I, I would go I would go to one like I I do at some point want to go to something like I mean because like Statesville Comic Con doesn't count, like that's the you know there's there's four hundred people go to that that doesn't count. Like, That's so cool, though. It's uh, it's. I'm glad we have it. I think it's neat yeah. as hell. But I'm you know I'm talking like a big like something like like on this scale. I think the big. the what makes stuff like this is my buddy Sean who lives in Texas who I started playing Star Wars games with back in high school who I never met in person until Star Wars Celebration. There's people in a group chat, or not a group chat, in a uh, uh, Facebook community that I'm with, uh, that I'm in, that I met there that I never would have met anywhere else, but they, I knew they were going to Celebrations, and we met up, and we had a blast. Seeing all the people in the cosplay, uh, going to the panels, hearing the, f directly from the, the people writing the comics and writing the novels, it is really fun and, and really it's just a it's it's literally called celebration because it's just a celebration of that franchise and everyone there is completely and utterly obsessed with it uh and you just feel like you're among your people if that makes sense when you're there that like okay these people are awesome everyone's really really nice and um obviously you could go there and buy a bunch of junk because it's just a big you know, merchandise <laughs> thing. It's just a yeah. one, like a, a giant part of it is just going there and looking all this stuff. But it's all of the artwork and artwork and art uh, artwork alley. Um, it's all of the cosplay. It's and it's meeting up with friends and people and hanging out and then just being. It's it, you know that feeling when you get out of a movie and you're super fucking hype and you're just like, oh my god, I can't wait for the next one. That's the feeling there. Yeah, because everyone hears the news when you do, and you're just on that. You're riding that high for the rest of the day. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, so that's it's to me it's worth it if it's in my backyard. It's not worth it if I have to like fly to California. That's why I'm just not doing that uh, to to pay for a hotel for you know three or four days. It's, it's, that's way out of my price range. But if yeah. it's in Orlando, I'm definitely one thousand percent going. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. Um, I know MegaCon is pretty soon. I think it's yep. like this month. God, is it really? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'll go to that. I've been to MegaCon a bunch, uh, but man, there's something about the Star Wars Celebration one that's just oof. well, and especially since you know we have you know when was the last time we had Celebration? I don't know. I think it was in Chicago like three years ago. Yeah, like three or four years ago. It it's been a minute. I, I I I'm praying that the next one is in Orlando. Uh, you would think it would be because of um, Galaxy's Edge, right? Like, yeah. it's kind of the perfect combo to entice people to travel. It's like, oh, hey, I could go do the celebration and also go to the theme park uh, the yeah. next day. Yeah, well, Disney doesn't exactly have a lot of uh, incentive to make Florida money right now. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm on Team Disney for that. One thousand percent. I'm 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 right there with you. Yeah, I'm a oh God. I fucking hate our governor. Um, but y- y- you get what I'm saying. I, I think I, I hope that they do that. Next, I but I, I agree that it it would it would serve their best interest to say, hey, we're highlighting a thing because they have a a couple of Galaxy's Edge panels. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. like that would make sense, you know, to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. when you're done here, take a day and come check out this stuff we're going to tell you about." Like, yeah. like it's it would it makes it makes business sense for them. Oh yeah, because I remember one of the last times I went to Celebration. No, it wasn't the last one. There was a couple of them because the last one I went to, Disney had purchased Lucas. The one before that. I've been to a couple – now I'm trying to remember. I've been to two or three. One of them that I went to, Disney had not purchased Lucas yet. And they had panels like um, – it was whenever George Lucas was doing the cartoon show, the animated show. But it was with like uh, Seth Green. Oh, uh, Detours. Detours, yeah. And I believe that was the one where George Lucas, he was there. He showed up in the room. It was pretty awesome to see. But he went to – they did a thing at uh, Disney the next day, literally at the Indiana Jones ride where they had like a Star Wars twist on that ride where it was like hair – it was Han Solo that came out and stuff like that. So like they did little fun things to intertwine Disney. That's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Hopefully they do that next time. Um well, we'll see. Yeah, the, the last couple of years, they obviously haven't been able to do it. So right. I think it's been enough time. Hopefully by the end of the month, we'll get a ton of news. That's why we didn't really get any news today. We just got a trailer for Obi-Wan because that's, you know, that's all they're going to want to show. But I yeah. hope at the end of the month that I'm assuming they're that's what they're saving it all for. I, I would imagine so. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, uh, it's been great. Uh we uh, should be back next week. Um, if not, stay tuned to our uh, social media, Facebook, uh, We Geek Podcast, Twitter, uh, at We Geek Podcast. Uh, you can email us, wegeekpodcast at gmail.com. We are on all the podcast services. And if we're not on the one you want, uh, send us an email. We'll see what we can do. Um, yeah. 
Till next time, Captain. Captain.